Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Comedy Castle Podcast. I'm Joel Fragamani. You're going to be your host here telling you what's going on this week at the Comedy Castle. And uh should be a fun week. I enjoyed uh, my interview with headliner Lori Kilmartin, which you'll hear in just a couple minutes. But let's start this week out uh, as we end January, go into February here. January 31st, that's Wednesday night. We have open mic night at 730. So uh, make a call if you want a reservation, 248-542-9900, or just show up. And uh, love that open mic night, man. So you never know who's going to show up at that thing. It's always fun seeing some people for the first time. You got people that are working comics who are just working on stuff. That's a fun night, open mic night. And then we've got our headliner, Lori Kilmartin, coming in starting on February 1st. That's Thursday night for a 7.30 show. The next night, Friday, the 2nd, 7.15 and 9.45. Saturday at 7 and 9.30. That's February 3rd with Lori Kilmartin. She's got some good openers this week, too. Who do we got? Oh, Martin Butler. Marty's been around a long time, long as I have. Been working with Marty. So veteran, funny dude. And Rhea Ledbetter is going to be your MC. Rhea is a rising star. She was one of my students. So proud of Rhea. Making... Rounding out that show, kicking that show off and keeping it running. And then Sunday, the 4th, we've got a special event with Don McMillan. Don, uh, for those of you who don't know Don, he was on America's Got Talent. He was in the top 12. He performed in the finals. And uh, his sort of, yeah, I would say gimmick or whatever is, he is an engineer with a master's degree in electrical engineering. He went on to uh, do comedy been on Star Search, HBO, The Tonight Show. I was watching clips of Don online that he had a whiteboard in front of him and he was showing Venn diagrams. Very funny and interesting show with Don McMillan. That'll be a Sunday at 7 p.m. February 4th. So uh, fun week coming up. Going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. I uh, well, It'll be my first week back at the club in a little bit. As you'll hear me talking to Lori, telling you why I wasn't around, but uh, feeling much better from that. Let's just say. All right. All right. I think when I was talking to Matt McClary, you might have heard a little frogginess in my throat. And I attributed that to me being just a little worn down. Started that new comedy class. Did some open mic. Made a little worn down. It wasn't, uh, you know, feeling my best. And it turned out to not be that. <laughs> maybe a little bit of that. Maybe a little bit of something else. But uh, I'm feeling much better, so it's good. All right, let's talk about Lori Kilmartin here. Let's get into this because I really enjoyed this talk. She's so easy to talk to, Lori. She's been around. I've known uh, the name Lori Kilmartin, I want to say, since yeah, the early 90s. I know she started in the 80s, and uh, uh, i never really known her to come to the Comedy Castle. She'll tell you she was here one time before. I learned that about her. Um, but, you know, now she's got a brand-new special coming out. Uh, which we will talk about. It's actually dropping this week. But we do want you to come to the club. Come see it live. She said she's retiring that stuff. So you'll hear us talk about that. Um, and also, there was a really cool thing that Lori was part of recently, a really cool show that she was part of recently. And I didn't ask about it. And I, I, this is how I felt as this interview went on. I felt because I asked about Conan, who's a hero of mine, uh, who she she had written for, and I had asked about her podcast with Jackie Cation. That when I got onto the subject of Mark Marin, that maybe it should have been more about Lori. I felt that the show was sort of 
being Lori talking about her famous friends rather than talking about Lori's accomplishments. And she's super accomplished and super funny. And I didn't want to do that. So I did not talk about a show that she did recently. Uh, Mark Marin talked about it. Maybe I'll, I'll pin her a pin her to the wall. I'll see if she'll, if she can tell me what that was like, uh, maybe in person at the club this weekend coming up. But, uh, Mark Maron's doing shows in LA, right? He does these shows. He works out. He goes to these little clubs, does shows. And Lori was going to open for him. And it turns out some people wanted guest sets. So according to Mark, this is the show that happened. Lori Kilmartin opened, followed by Judd Apatow, Adam Sandler, and Nate Bargatze, and then Mark Maron. Now that's a show. <laughs> Now, look, I don't think anyone knew that show was really happening. I think people bought tickets to see Mark and Lori, and then they got all those other guys guesting. But that happens in L.A. Doesn't happen that frequently in Detroit. Let's be honest. Comedy Castle, we get a, we get a drop in once in a while. Once in a while. But um, that's a cool show. And I was going to ask about it. I have it written down here on my paper, and I'm looking at it now, and I go, I just didn't want to take it in that direction. So we talked about a bit that she did, uh, which is so funny. Uh, it is out there. It's a teaser for her new special. And uh, then we got into the Oscar movies, which that's my, it's my, this is my time of year to see the movies, right? All the Oscar movies, they come out, they're streaming. I'm into those. We'll talk about Saltburn, some of these things, some of these things that you shouldn't see with your kid, <laughs> things that you shouldn't maybe see with your significant other, as I've learned. I can't make, uh, I can't make the girlfriend sit through everything. I cannot do that. I would be a bad partner to say, you are sitting down and you are watching Oppenheimer and I don't care. Went by myself. Thought that was a good thing to do. But she likes some other stuff. So we find a common ground. But, uh, and I think you guys are going to enjoy Lori. Let's get to that. We'll talk more after that. All right. Here's Lori Kill Martin. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the other end of my line, I am very pleased to speak to Lori Kilmartin. Lori, how are you today? I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty good. How are you today? I'm I'm doing all right. I I uh I was sick and now I'm not as sick, which is nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, this winter has been brutal. Like it is. everyone is getting everything I, um, I, all at once. Uh, <laughs> I, I I was telling people last week. I said I got the big C, and then I realized that's. Not what you're supposed to yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's the medium sized scene. I think or, so. Or, the little you know, scene. Who knows? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Paxlovid, yeah. get that stuff. If you get oh, the Oh, I've heard that's uh, incredibly oh. distasteful. Did oh. you go through the whole ten days? Oh, it, well, it's five days, and I'm I think okay. I'm three and a half. Oh, so my mouth wow. tastes absolutely horrible right now. Have you had a colonoscopy yet? <laughs> I have not. Okay, that's also an awful thing, and you have to drink this horrible okay. stuff yeah. to clean your colon out. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm curious to know which is worse, since I have had that. Yeah, uh, but I haven't had the Paxlovid yet. Yeah, but I've heard uh, it's just awful, and uh, there's lozenges don't cover it up. Like nothing mm. can take that taste out of your mouth. Um, I've been doing the Hall's citrus, and it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's something, but you feel like you have to have something in your mouth all the time. Wow. So I've been eating a little. 
you know. So. <laughs> oh, that's that's how I like to console myself. So <laughs> I'm glad I'm talking to a fellow it's eater. For, it's good for my health to eat, but um, but yeah, it was just uh, the COVID got me finally. Four years hadn't had it. Was being really good. nice. I haven't had it yet either. Oh. I'm super careful, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I you know, it's any day now. I can I can fall. Mm. So um, yeah, I try to try to stay prepared. Well, here's how prepared I was back in yeah. uh, 19 or was it? It was 20. Okay, it hit. I tested. Yeah. I I volunteered to test a vaccine. Wow, that was my Which, commitment. That's incredible. Isn't that something? I remember. And I, I think I Solomon Giorgio also was there's a couple of comics okay, that were in yeah. the, the testing. I'm like, oh, my God, you're so lucky. I That's did it. The, which one did you test? I, I tested AstraZeneca. Oh, OK. OK, which, cool. You know, they never approved in the United States. Um, right. And yeah. you know, they told me, you know, they said, well, you could get the, uh, you know, the fake thing. But I did not. They had to tell me eventually that I had the real one because the, the real oh. ones were coming out. And they said, yeah. we will tell you if you got the placebo or not. And so I had the real thing. I had it before anybody. And how exciting. Uh, people were freaking out that I knew that I took that thing. Yeah. <laughs> they were freaking out. And I was like, no, I think I'm going to be good. This is all right. You know, you're going to feel Do like you shit. The, I remember those those months where we, you had to like I snuck in like a friend of mine was volunteering at a at a center like a drive through center. Okay, yeah. And I wasn't technically eligible yeah. and she snuck me in. And then the woman giving me the vaccine was like, uh, was, you know, kind of sussed out that I, I wasn't. <laughs> I think my friend said I was a teacher. And I'm like, oh, okay. you know, I mean, yeah. I teach lessons on stage every night. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> and then I, then I go, well, uh, my mom died of COVID. I hope that oh, that makes yeah. you feel less guilty. Yeah. And she's like, all right. And she stabbed me, and I was like, "Yay, thanks, mom." That was a thing. Yeah, people were hustling, trying to get in. And oh my god, people knew yeah, a guy. Yeah, you have to talk people into it. It's yeah. so crazy. So I, I felt good at the time because I was like, hey, "Look, I'm way ahead of this thing, and I've yeah. kept up with everything. I've had all the boosters, all the vaccinations, Pfizer, Moderna. I've had everything, and all of a sudden, last week, it was like you got it. Damn. Yeah, yeah I got to. I got a Pfizer in September and then I got a uh, Novavac uh, oh, okay. in uh, December. That's what I, I heard. The, okay. I got to try I've that heard one. that one's better. It like <laughs> lasts like eight months and then Pfizer starts to wind down. Yeah. Pfizer and Moderna have that wind down yeah. period where you're like, which is right about now, which is probably when you got it. So, Ugh. oh my God, it's, it's, I don't want to become a, uh, I don't want to be like a medical expert. Could yeah. I just be a dick joke artist? Yeah, and, no. uh, and we learned so please? much. And <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you just got COVID. People yeah. were mad at me for not getting it for four years. You know, like people were like, yeah. okay, can you just shut up? Like you're, you're, you're going to get it. Just be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is, is a lot of times it's asymptomatic. So mm. you, I might have had it already yeah. and not known it. Yeah. My friend's husband just was he was tested routinely and no symptoms, had no idea and has it. So okay, uh, unless you're testing all the time, it, you, well, we probably all got it, but well, we that, didn't know it. That study they put me in, you know, I, yeah. I, I was two years of appointments with that thing wow yeah so they would test me and they said you never got it they told me at the end wow said, you never got incredible. it for the whole two years of the test and they said and you know they're not supposed to tell me but this but the nurse pulled me aside and she goes people that got it did not get it that was what she told me 
Wow. Yeah. So they. That's great. But anyway, here we are. Yeah. But I'm feeling good. My voice was really bad on the last show I did. So if anyone's listening to that one, I didn't know I had it last time I recorded. Oh, you sound lovely. I mean, I wouldn't know anything was wrong right now, Joel. Thank you. Well, thank you, Lori. Well, let's talk about you. Comedy Castle. Uh, Have you been to the club before? Is this your first time? Okay. I was there once in the 90s. I was emceeing and the headliner was John Joseph. And there wasn't a feature act because... Um, I think he did like a really long time because oh, okay. he had musical instruments. And I remember just going up on stage, like, why are, there's like multiple keyboards <laughs> <laughs> on stage. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a great room. I'm so thrilled to be yeah. back. It's uh, what an interval. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope I come back next year and yes. not in like 2051 well, is my next time back. I hope uh, so too. But <laughs> I remember here. Yeah. Uh, I heard uh, it's funny because I uh, Jackie Cation has been at our club the last couple of years, right? Every year. Yeah. Yeah. And Jackie's yeah. been coming and she said she did a podcast with you. And I go, oh, that's great. I'd love to have Lori. And here you are. Oh, cool. Yeah. We we just in fact, yesterday we we've been doing one every Monday since like 2015. And last night uh, we, we were using Riverside and it didn't record. So we had to re-record oh. uh, like at midnight. Oh, no. I was furious oh. so she we were all in a bad mood so it, it well. today's a real negative podcast because we're all <laughs> you know trying to repeat capture the magic of the 2 p.m taping yeah. that didn't get recorded that is that um, is the biggest fear of a pod and i've been podcasting since 2005 believe it or not wow. and this uh the the fact that it doesn't record or you thought it recorded and it didn't or it sounds bad later is the ultimate thing that uh, will kill you that oh, is the yeah, worst. because half the time it takes so long to nail down your guest and you get them. You finally yeah. you are so grateful they showed up and it, then it's like, oh, it doesn't exist. Okay. And they probably gave you gold and it's it's mortifying. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. That is the absolute worst. So I am. I am. I double record now. So I have. A, yeah, it's crazy. I all set up. I all set up. Good. Smart. Smart. But but those those Riverside and these guys who. uh uh, you know, do it uh, over the internet. Don't trust those people. I don't. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I don't want to either. We also got bumped off our second recording early, like at the 45 minute mark. And we were both like, fuck it. That's it. Uh, that's all you guys get. Sorry. You're not paying for it anyway. That's so it. enjoy. All right. Uh, so uh, I know Jackie is so funny and I know you guys talk a lot about uh, being a woman in comedy. Now, I've been in comedy. I started doing comedy in the late 90s. OK. And I was just talking to the one of my last guests was a guy named Matt McClary, who kind of started around the same time as me. We did the same open mics. And he even said to me, he said, do you remember when we started open mics and there were no women on the shows? Wow. And I go, yeah, I remember that. And it was like these were show up and go up shows. And it was just women didn't want to do it or they couldn't find the mics back then. And it's just changed so much in the last, you know, 25 years. Oh yeah. It's really cool. And there's so many funny women. Uh, you, you can't stop listing them. And, um, yeah, especially in LA and New York, it's, it's there, it's flooded with women. It's great. That's Um, great. Absolutely. I don't know what happened. I don't know why, you know, the dam mm. broke, but it yeah, did, in, it a, did. in a big way. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jackie and I both came up, we both started in the late eighties. So like 10 years yeah. before you. Yeah. And the reason we started our podcast is, is uh, we barely knew each other. And we, we'd been both comics for like 
at that time, like 20, 25 years Mm -hmm. or something. And it it was because they never put more than one woman on a show. And so, and often you were the only woman maybe that month or that for that quarter. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. you can look at the lineups and go, oh, they bring in one a quarter. Mm -hmm. And so there's no, there's no chance you'd cross packed with yeah, another yeah, female right. comic like we were almost weren't allowed to mm-hmm. share experiences right mm-hmm. and uh there you know this is like a pre maybe not pre-internet but pre-easy internet you know yeah, yeah, uh right. so um unless we all met up on some message board yeah, and not everybody was the, like up on that stuff so pre-social yeah. media that changed pre-social everything. exactly yes. exactly so um yeah uh so we sort of decided to start up because of that like let's start a friendship we should have started when you know in the 80s when we both were starting out you know mm-hmm. so uh yeah it, it was it was uh it was rough that's very different now yeah. you know it's yeah cool. it is and, and i remember just those kind of those days about you know a girl would show up and and you know three guys would harass her and she never came back to the open mic it was like yeah oh, i mean yeah, it's it's lonely. Mm. Even now, like I was in a green room the other night and there were other women there. And even though uh, I, I, it just it just has a different feeling if you're mm. not the only one of your thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm sure uh, if you are black or brown, you probably feel the same way about being the only person of color in a in a green room mm-hmm. if it's all white people, you know. So it's always nice to have someone else there to take the heat off you. It is. Uh, let's talk. I, I'm I'm moving. I have notes. I want to get through these things. Uh, tell me about working for Conan. That's uh, I'm so, I've been such a fan of his since he started back in the 90s. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Tell me about those days. When was that? Let's see. I wrote for his TBS show. So I started okay. in 2010 and we went through 2021. Mm-hmm. And so it was a, a great 11 years. Um I, he, if you listen to his podcast, that's how he is in real life. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. He's a super funny ball buster. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was on the monologue team. So, you know, I and a couple other writers, we, we met with them, you know, two, maybe three times a day going over jokes and stuff. So we got to spend a lot of time with them. And, um, you know, it, 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 is as grueling it is as it is to be churning out jokes and some days are just horrible news days and you're like there's i got nothing (laughs) the the well is empty right yeah um it it's you know i had a great a great deal of fun i really miss it and if the show started up i could walk right back over to warner brothers and go right back into it i really i miss i laughed a lot like Mm -hmm. conan and andy hang you know you know being in the in the green room right before the show starts, you know, Conan and Andy are in there and they're, they're so funny and they, they're getting in their comedy mode. So they're just fucking, they're riffing off everything and they're, they're just um, being hilarious. And to, I, I feel like I added years to my life because I, okay. I laughed super hard yeah. every day, even though despite, and there's also stress of writing and mm-hmm. coming up with stuff and feel, you know, dealing with all the feelings of inadequacy and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, it was a really great time and they, they're good people. And I've been on other shows that are not run by good people okay. and it makes it really hard to go to work every day. And yeah. I was, I was always real grateful that I had that, you know, that's great. I, I mean, that's good to know. I mean, you know what? I know that, you know, people that you you like are not 
douches. I mean, Conan has a great reputation anyway, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Me, but if, if you want to get to know the real Conan, just listen to his podcast, not to, you know, yeah. Yeah, I'm putting more mattress ad money in his pocket, but it's real. <laughs> it's really true. He's, he's very much like that off stage. And I think that's why he loves his podcast is like, he can be his real mm-hmm. self. Yeah. And I, you know, TV, you have to be a little, little nicer. And, uh, and it, they're, you know, the interviews are short. You can't get into in depth with people that you want to, and you're mm-hmm. often forced to interview people who are boring and have nothing to offer, but they're, you know, they're reality show stars or whatever. So I, I think he, he really loves to spend an hour with whoever he's yeah. got and, and dig in there. And um, so, yeah, every time I, I listen to the podcast and I, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I really miss this and I, I can't listen to it for a little while. But whenever I, I get a little nostalgic, I listen to just remember yeah. the good days that I had there. That's awesome. I'm going to pull that. Watch. I'm going to go full circle with this one. I went okay. to the Conan show in 96. I was a student at New York University and I went. Wow. And uh, we had like these friends and family tickets. The guy at the dorm, my roommate. Was, yeah. Uh, you know, so we got like we got in. We got like real nice seats. And one of the guests that night was a young comedian that I did not really know. I hadn't experienced it, but it was Mark Marin. No, yes. that's awesome. And I, uh, and it turns out, like being in this friends and family row, whoever knew Mark was sitting right next to me. And <laughs> Mark was so funny on the show, and he came up, and I was like, I should really say, hey, Mark, that was super funny. I, but I did; I was too nervous. And, and then now Mark Martin's this big guy, and I was like, I was, I was like six inches from him, and said nothing. Wow. <laughs> and I bring that around because well, I know you do a lot of shows with Mark and and uh, yeah, that stuff. Oh, so. he's- yeah, he's uh, he's he's at his artistic peak. You know what I mean? It's it's cool to yeah, it's cool to see him. I'm working with Gary Goldman pretty soon oh, too, and to watch Gary just keep yeah. hitting the ball out of the park is mm-hmm. really inspiring. And to know like you don't have to turn into an alt right grump when you're <laughs> you know when you hit fifty, you can yeah. still keep pushing yourself and keep you know growing with the audience. Like yeah. the audience changes, you know. Uh, I'm sure you notice this too. Like what people laugh at is different now than what oh, sure. they laughed yeah, yeah, at 20 yeah, years ago. Yeah. And instead of complaining about it, just rewrite your jokes, man. Yeah. I mean, you're a comic. You're supposed to make the audience laugh. So if they're not laughing at something, don't complain about them. Rewrite it. That's so it. Well. Get that old, you know, notebook out. Yeah. Let's talk about your special real quick. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, it's Cis Woke Grief Slut is the title. Yes. It comes yeah. out. On the 30th, which I'm, I'm sure we're doing this early. <laughs> this will be out, I think, the day that this drops or the next day. So, Oh, cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Everyone uh, go grab it. You can get it at my there's links on my website, lauritomartin.com. It's available on a bajillion platforms. Comedy Dynamics produced it. And it's uh, an hour of stand up. Um, you know, I talk about, uh, you know, being a parent and my mom dying of COVID, of mm. course. I talked about getting doxxed by MAGA because I told an abortion joke on MSNBC. <laughs> you know, the usual stuff. <laughs> oh. Well, I watched a clip of this. I watched the uh, the Anne Frank joke with your son. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, my yeah. God. That is such a great bit, and I'm not going to even try to. Maybe you're doing it this weekend at the club. I don't know, but um, what I a joke. I feel like I put it to rest, Did but, you? Okay. Uh, you know, if people want it, it's I will. It's on the special. But yeah, it's, yeah. 
it's on the special and it's uh, about how my son reacted to uh, I, I reading the diary of Anne Frank to a <laughs> child who's too young for it yeah. <laughs> and how they react to various events in her life yeah. um, and how you have to adjust as a parent. So yeah, that's a fun because, you know, that joke works in so many layers. And, you know, I teach comedy class at the, at the Comedy Castle and oh, I cool. always I always give the example. And it's funny because I give this example to them. I go, you know, young comics, you don't have a lot of stuff to talk about. You, know, you got to talk about your real life young comics these open mic guys are always writing about like the nazis and anne frank don't talk yeah. about that people do not laugh at those jokes they don't laugh at the yeah. premise he's not laughing and yeah. here you have this amazing bit which isn't really about anne frank it's about your son but uh it was just so great yeah 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 i mean it, you, you, i know i know the joke that kind of jokes you're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. and it, and those I, I feel like those are level one edge lord jokes <laughs> exactly but but if you're a young comic, you've got to get those out of your system, yeah, you know, yeah. like it is it, you you still are practicing writing and stuff like that. But if you can learn to apply that sort of, you know, precision about, uh, you know, that that topic to your own life, mm -hmm. that's when you really start to separate yourself from everybody, yeah. you know. Right. Well, they, so they talk about your life. That is unique yeah. to you. People can't steal be, that joke. And yeah. Yeah. Be an edgelord about your own life mm. and your own failings. Um, and then you really will start to become a great comic. Yeah. Well, you are a great comic and we're excited to see you. Um, oh, also, thanks. I'm excited to see you. I'm, yeah. Because I've known, I've known your name for a long time. Never seen, <laughs> never seen you live. So we'll, we'll, we'll remedy that this weekend coming up. Um, real quickly, yeah. you were, you did this Instagram post. I don't know if it was, it was probably pretty recently about you, you taking your son to see the movie salt burn. Uh, oh my God. I I've seen the honestly, movie. It's great. I love that movie. Uh, uh, it's another Aaron Frank situation where, uh, <laughs> you know, well, although this one I did, like, I, I thought he could handle Anne Frank. But I had no idea what oh. was happening in that movie. And I had, I said in the Instagram post, but this is true. There's a, a chef called Salt Bay. Yeah, and yeah, for some right. reason, I just put those two things in the same part <laughs> of my head. And I'm like, I think it's a chef movie. What and uh, we had free tickets, you know, uh, to a screening. And I, and it's like, that's fun Hollywood stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hey, let's go. The actors will be there. And then uh, it, 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 every scene <laughs> became more horrifying to be sitting next to a 17 year old yeah. boy. And, uh, it was at the end, he was like, that was a lot. Um, <laughs> it is. It's a cool movie, but yeah, maybe not with not something to watch with your parents, your kids. Yeah. No one, no one you're related to, yeah, um, exactly. at all. If you, if you not, not even a sibling, if you do not share any DNA with someone you watch Saltburn with, I mean, it was a gorgeous movie and, um, yeah. The, I mean, it's crazy, and there's lots of flaws in the plot. I'm like, what oh, happened sure, yeah. to the butler? That's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. want to know. Oh, I, that butler was the, such a dick. Well, they and they set him up as somebody who would know stuff, and then he just went away. It's like, wait, <laughs> uh, seven people you know were murdered, and yeah. you went, you're, you just took your retirement? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so I thought he would come back, and but whatever. The performances of the actors were incredible. I, I just loved them. They they were you know they shone in this uh, up and down plot script, but uh, it was great. Yeah, they won't give that the Oscar though. I don't think. No, no chance. <laughs> no. I, I think. I mean, I I try to see like all the Oscar movies every year, and then I I sort of hit a wall at, at a point. I don't know if I'm at that wall yet. 
But well, now they nominate ten for yeah, best picture, yeah. so you really need to get you need to set aside some time. I do, and I'm trying to, and then I also have I have to set aside things that my girlfriend will not sit through. Right, of course, so that's everyone's the time got those just yeah. for me to go. Like I went to Oppenheimer over the summer, and I said, "Listen, you know, this ain't for you. <laughs> you stay home." I, you know, that's I wanted to take my son to that, but I heard there was like an incredibly graphic sex scene, mm. and I was like, I can't. I can't do that again. Yeah, I, I just think she would have been bored with all of the talking. Oh, I see. Right, there's a right, lot right. of there's a lot of like Robert Downey Jr. in some boardroom talking about Congress, and it's like yeah. right, yeah, right. You know, they 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 I, test the bomb. That's amazing. It's seven minutes of the movie, and uh, yeah, Florence Pugh gets naked a couple times. Yeah, I would be interested in hearing, uh, seeing it, uh, the Oppenheimer from Japan's point of view. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different now, movie. I love Killian Murphy, but I, I'd love to see yeah, you know, a different POV on that. <laughs> it's very long. I said, you know, honey, you don't see this one with me. We watched the holdovers together. Had a great time. Oh, I liked it. That's I a thought good that was one. great. That's a, yeah, it was good. It was one. good. We also watched May, December. Don't watch that. I saw May December. That was disturbing. It yeah. was really good because what she did was disturbing. Yeah. I mean, it is a disturbing scenario. And I thought the actors were great. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. All right. I think we've said it all for today. We have. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to meet you, Joel. Yeah, you're only I, I think I am gonna be back from my vacation for this Saturday. Okay. So cool. so you'll see me Saturday and the other guys you'll have to deal with. And then right, Saturday, I'll show up and you'll be like, oh, fi- fucking finally, Joel's here. Good. <laughs> All right. Enough of these clowns. But uh, it was great to talk to you, Lori. I'm so excited great to see you. Thank you. And uh, hopefully the weather's good. I know you had some rough weather in Grand Rapids. Yeah. yeah. We, oh, man, that, that Friday knocked us out. It was yeah. uh, actively snowing, like yeah. 14 inches. And uh, we did have some people crawl to the show, which I appreciated. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had. We had uh, you, you, you don't want to encourage people to die to see your show. No. Um, but yeah, that was a rough one. All right. Well, we'll see you, Lori. Thanks so much for talking to me. Thanks so much. Okay. Joel. See you all soon. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. I think I did all right with that one, right? Lori's great. So looking forward to her being here. Only going to be there on Saturday, but I'll be there Saturday, and I'm so looking forward to it. I'll be home from vacation, rested up healthy, get to catch Lori on Saturday. Night. You guys, again, she has not been here. You heard her say it. She was an MC in the 90s <laughs> before I was even on the comedy scene. And she'll be there all weekend for you. So uh, thanks so much to Lori. Thanks so much to you guys for listening. I am feeling better. The, uh, the Paxlovid, though, that's the thing. If you take one thing away from this, if you get COVID, God forbid, and I did, After years and years of not getting it, getting every vaccine you could possibly get, Paxlovid really, really, really helped me. And uh, if you guys get COVID, don't be afraid to take that stuff. My mouth tastes like shit, but you know, how good did my mouth taste before? (laughs) Not that great. We could all use it with the mint. I got to get out of here. Guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. We'll see you at the club with Lori Kilmartin. All right, come on out. We'll see you then, guys. Bye-bye.